0: Hello, Royals, and welcome back to This Day in History. I'm your host, Therese Shempkis. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite parts of American history, the Civil War. Specifically, we will talk about the circumstances surrounding the first conflict of the war, which are quite interesting. So let's get into today's episode. On this day in 1861, the Union force at Fort Sumter surrendered to the Confederate forces. The siege, which had lasted 33 hours, was the beginning of the American Civil War. To back it up a bit, South Carolina, the state in which Fort Sumter was located, had seceded from the Union on December 20, 1860. By early April, the garrison at Fort Sumter, which was now located in an ostensibly Confederate territory, was beginning to run out of provisions. President Abraham Lincoln sent word to Charleston that he planned on sending food to the garrison, and was told that if he attempted to do so, shots would be fired. The Confederates were true to their word and opened fire on Fort Sumter on the morning of April 11th. Inside Fort Sumter was the commander Major Robert Anderson, along with nine officers, eight enlisted men, 43 construction workers, and eight musicians. Two hours after the Confederates began bombing the fort, Union Captain Abner Doubleday, who was often incorrectly credited with inventing baseball, ordered his men to return fire. In the next 33 hours, over 4,000 rounds were hurled at Fort Sumter. Finally, the garrison could no longer hold out. The soldiers had only sustained minor injuries, but the fort was badly damaged, and the Confederates were becoming more precise in their aim, even shooting down the flagpole around noon. Anderson determined not to resist further, and so crafted a makeshift flagpole to run up a white flag, officially ending the first battle of the Civil War, whose only casualty had been a Confederate horse. The surrender was relatively amiable, as the Union soldiers were permitted to return to the north. Before they left, they fired a 100-gun salute, which unfortunately resulted in the death of one soldier and the mortal wounding of another by a prematurely exploding cartridge. Five days after the surrender, Anderson sent a telegram to the Secretary of War, Simon Cameron, informing him of the outcome of the battle, which, thanks to the National Archives, I could access and read to you. Quote, Having defended Fort Sumter for 34 hours until the quarters were entirely burned, the main gates destroyed by fire. The gorge walls seriously injured. The magazine surrounded by flames and its doors closed from the effects of heat. Four barrels and three cartridges of powder only being available and no provisions remaining but pork. I accepted terms of evacuation offered by General Beauregard being on the same offered by him on the 11th. Prior to the commencement of hostilities, I marched out of the fort Sunday afternoon the 14th, with colors flying and drums beating, bringing away company and private property, and saluting my flag with 50 guns. Robert Anderson, Major 1st Artillery, commanding, unquote. Punctuation and spelling are a bit hairy, but I guess that's what comes with reading old telegrams. And so with the surrender at Fort Sumter, the American Civil War officially began and would drag on for four more painful years. Truly, it was one of the darkest times in our nation's history, but at least it's very interesting to study, which as a history major, that's pretty much all I care about. And with that, thank you for listening, Royals, and have a great day.